0: Welcome back to another episode of Lace Up and Listen, a podcast for all runners, whether you run meters or marathons. Today, I'm joined by Austin Shepard, the man behind This Dad Can Run and fundraiser for Cancer Research UK. Thank you for joining me. Um, yeah, the, no first, the first thing I wanted to ask you was, how did you get involved with running in the first place?
1: Yeah, so um... I guess, I mean, I was always really sporty as a a child, Um, you know, at school I was always in all sports teams, Um, I ran a bit, um, played cricket, swimming, rugby, everything I could get involved in and then as as I became an adult, rugby sort of took over as my main sport, I was really into that, played um, um, sort of a semi-professional level, was really into it Um, and then, you know, uh got married settled down had kids and that sort of coincided with um really the end of my playing career really and um the sort of lots of that lifestyle sort of took over and i i actually put on an awful lot of weight. i think i tipped out at about 21 and a half stone um and it was dawning on me that my um my kids you know, well, they were regularly calling me Daddy Pig <laughs> um, from off the TV, and that, that, that sort of really actually started to dawn on me that, that although there were a few pictures of me playing sport on the wall around the house, it wasn't that they, they thought that was someone else. Um, so I was um, it was Christmas twenty eighteen uh, no Christmas twenty seventeen sorry, and um, I'd gotten a conversation with a friend about Red um, January actually, and they mm-hmm. were they were going to do the the Run Every Day challenge. Um, and I thought, oh, that's that's exactly the type of thing I need to kickstart um, what I'm doing. So I actually signed up to Red January um, in in January 2018 and set off for my first run um, on January the first in a terrible state after a, a New Year's Eve party the <laughs> night before, but managed to haul myself around the block. Um, for about three to four miles and I just, I literally felt like a marathon um, and, it, I, it, and it sort of really dawned on me at that point how how out of um, out of shape I'd become um, but I had this amazing challenge on my hands and so I sort of carried on running for the, the whole month, managed to lose, I think I lost nearly a stone that month in weight um, through eating healthily and just actually getting out and doing all the miles. Um, Started to love running, started to look for an next running challenge, um, started doing a bit of park run at my local park, um, which I'm really lucky is a really great um, setup. Uh, and then I guess from, from there, it just really snowballed. I, I was putting things on um, my Facebook and um, all my friends at first were sort of like super supportive. They were like, oh, it's pretty great that you're out running and doing all this weight loss. And then mm-hmm. I guess about six weeks in, uh, after posting every day about my running, uh, my friends then started to say like, "Listen, <laughs> you're posting too much about running," uh, and, and actually, it started getting less positive. And, um, and that was when I, I decided I'd, I'd set up a, an Instagram account um, to track my running journey um, mm. and sort of look for a different, I guess, a different network of people who might might sort of share similar interests, and um, I could look for support. And actually, once once I'd got onto Instagram. I found this whole new friendship group. Actually, um, you know, people who initially were just people off of Instagram who are now I've now done team events with and all kinds of things, and um, a whole set of people to be inspired by and to get new ideas for challenges. Um, yeah, and so it's just sort of really exploded.
0: Okay, so perhaps you started off running. As for for the health benefits and then you realise yeah. there's a community there did you try and get your family involved with running or
1: <clears throat> yeah so I, I mean that was a really big thing I mean obviously the, 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 the this dad can run mm. um, idea was initially about me as a dad uh, being in shape to be a good parent and mm. so it was about me not being uh, overweight uh, and being a bad example and actually starting to put some time into my own health to be ready for running um, but that actually it really evolved because actually through running all of the time my, my son who's six now um, started asking me he was like dad can I come running dad can, can I come running and I was um, so when I started he was about four which is just when junior park run starts um, and so we started going on Sunday, Sunday morning to um, junior park run mm-hmm. and um, uh, so we go now every Sunday, um, and he absolutely loves it. It's, it's brilliant. Um, it's a you know like a, a two two k course. We mm-hmm. do that together, and he's I think he's completed thirty now. So he's um, he gets um, he's completed his marathon distance, uh, mm-hmm. and he, wow. you know he's full of it, and he he really 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 looks forward to that, and and that sort of fed into all of his activities. He's now he's now a a. a, a, a a blossoming sportsman and, and my, my daughter who's who's only two now um, and is, is a little bit too young for junior part though she but she comes she comes with us and supports and she's always I have to actually when we finish with my son we, she she demands that I do a little run with her. Um, not not quite as far but um, but she's really into it and it's a, it's really pleasing to know that the the whole role modeling thing which um, uh, as a, As a teacher in my um, professional life, I know how important strong strong role models are and actually to me I've um, sort of really addressed my own health but but also like it's um, amazing that my my kids are uh, are now starting to show signs of being into it as well so oh. win-win really.
0: <laughs> how often would you say you do run and how often would you say you're running on your own or in a group or would you yeah
1: I've really uh, like, I mean, again, like from being like no activity at all before I started running, um, really sort of got the bug. Um, and I found post the run every day, because um, running every, running every day on a, on a run streak is, is quite intense. There mm. were, there were certainly, certainly days where it was very difficult to find the, the time to do the run. But actually, as I've gone along, I've really got the bug and I find that um, I almost do, do run every day um i'm training for the berlin marathon at the moment uh-huh. um so I'm, I'm running um six days a week um and i actually probably find my rest day there uh ironically probably the hardest um forcing <laughs> myself forcing myself not to to go out and run um and the other thing is like a, a finding like a network of of people so i'm really lucky uh like i said i've got a really great park run nearby and i've got a really good group of um, friends who I meet up there every week, so you know it's familiar faces, and there's, there's a real social side of it. But also through Instagram, um, I like, regularly sort of meet, meet up with um, with guys from guys from there, and you know mm-hmm. say hello, and and people who, like I say, were were just someone on a social media account to start with, and now sort of some of my best, some of my best friends that um, mm-hmm. I found really supportive. So it's that's, that's been really. Uh, it, fuel, it fuels a desire to run a little bit more.
0: Yeah, so would you say that it is the social aspect that keeps you motivated then? Or? Uh,
1: I, I think it certainly helps. I mean, I'm very, um, I mean, I'm a, a competitive sportsman at heart. Um, <laughs> and so I am, you know, it would be, it's not just the social side, but I am also a, a team sports person. So I think one of the things I found quite difficult with running. Um, when I started was although I was highly motivated to get in shape and meet my goals and and it was great to have sort of an individual element of it Mm -hmm. um I did find that it was quite lonely um you're out by yourself and um as someone who's used to sort of the, the 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 rugby and cricket um environment where you've always got teammates and you've always got a social side that comes with it. I think I did crave that. And I think that for me was why Instagram appealed um, and why I've always, I've t- I've jumped to opportunities to do things with others um, as well. So like, for example, a really great thing I did was the uh, Equinox 24 um, last September. Um, a group of five others ran um it's 10k relapse on a for, for 24 hours wow. um, and that was that was really great because because you were you know your team relied on your performance not just you you know so when you were running your 10k lap it wasn't just about running your best 10k lap for you it was about running your best 10k lap for for others um and the sort of the camaraderie that comes with that and the, and you know the banter and then all, all the other bits as well are all, all helped to fuel that as well so i think um it's something i've already said for for 2020 i want to do a lot more of this year's been um i sort of set myself the goal of um uh, doing some marathons and sort of stepping up to the marathon distance but i think next year it will be a bit more about maybe some team events and um some more interesting challenges perhaps
0: yeah i think lots of people are inclined to think that running is individual that it is a lonely sport that no one speaks to each other you're just in your in your own zone but it's interesting to hear how there are things like the team events, that like you're saying about that. Even if you want it to still be a team sport, uh, you can make it that way. It uh, depends on what you're looking for.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's so many different ways to run. That's what. Again, that's. I think that's something you realise over time, uh, and, and you need. And um, you need a network of people to, to kind of point you in the right direction, don't you? You know, um, mm-hmm. there's there, there's there's great. Um, there's great groups out there, whether it's Facebook or, or, or Instagram or um, or even on Strava, you know, that um, um, can help unlock all kinds mm. of challenges in, diff- in different ways and in different um, uh, challenges. Mm.
0: What would you say, I don't know if you'll be able to choose, but what would you say is your favourite challenge or race <laughs> or event that you've done so far?
1: Oh, uh, There's been some good ones. Um, I think... I mean, the, the standout thing for me was the the London Marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the, um, the the dream, I suppose. I mean, it, I, I was I was I was so lucky um, to get the place in the first place. Was mm. um,
0: so, so 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 it your first marathon?
1: So, well, it, it 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 didn't turn out that way. Um, so, I'd applied um, in the ballot. And was was unsuccessful, as 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 most people are, Mm I suppose, in the ballot, um, with with so many applications. Um, And um, I then signed up to the Barcelona Marathon, um, uh, which a superb event that was. uh, I was able to get a place in, and then I'd um, kind of not really thought about it, but I'd entered a handful of competitions um, for a place at London, thinking I wouldn't win. was concentrating on Barcelona and and then I um I won I won a place at at London so so I was I was very lucky Sports Direct um gave me the place at uh, at London and so then I had on my hands that I was not only was I going to do a a marathon I was going to do two marathons and they were seven they were seven weeks apart so um I had a very steep learning curve in in Barcelona had a great time um Uh, over over there doing that marathon um and then I was able in the seven weeks in in between to sort of address some of the um some of my learning points which for me was about nutrition um that I I didn't get my fueling right in Barcelona and and although I trained quite well really struggled in the in the latter half of that marathon um but then but then in London got that much better managed to knock 38 minutes off my time
0: wow in seven um, weeks
1: yeah yeah and that was I mean it was all it was all through learning curve and that that, that that's you know you, you learn some lessons that you won't you won't repeat and um,
0: Absolutely.
1: um and then I'm lucky now I'm I'm I'm, I'm taking on Berlin
0: um in
1: well, just over four weeks to have another pop at um trying to improve my time if i can
0: yeah i think probably by the time this comes out uh, that'll be just around the corner so uh,
1: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah. Gosh, yeah that'll come around really really quickly um do you enjoy running abroad is that something that you always wanted to do
1: yeah i mean um well so my, my dad was in the army actually when i was growing up so we, we traveled um travel has always been part of my um my makeup i guess mm. um uh, i you know i was i was born i was all i was born in england um the first place I ever really lived was in Germany and we moved to all over Europe, mm. um, the far East and then all over England once we, once we, once we eventually came back to England. So moving and traveling has always been, um, a part of who I am. Um, <clears throat> and you know, traveling, traveling the world, um, is a, is a benefit of being a teacher as well. You know, I, I've always taken the chances to go off backpacking. So, so now as a, um, as an adult, whenever I do, um, anything you know if if I can combine it with a bit of travel I will Um, so so the chance to go to Barcelona was um, was one I jumped at Uh, and then and then again at Berlin um, I've got my I've got my I'm in in the ballot for the Tokyo Marathon uh, Wow and uh, I've certainly got I've got my eye on New York uh, as well for for the future is certainly a bucket list uh, race to go and do and I, I think if I if I can if I can afford to do it and I can get the entries in these places, it, I think it's a great way of um, combining a few interests of, of seeing the world and uh, doing some amazing events.
0: Mm, yeah, because people say about running the big six marathons, so that would be ticking off quite a few of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, the majors, yeah. I mean, uh, the, there is there is a, a rumour they're adding to that um, with a – with a race in china as now uh, as well now um, and potentially expanding it so that will may, maybe get even harder to complete
0: oh
1: uh as, as, as time goes on but i mean there are they're in some incredible races in the world whether whether it's the matter whether it's the marathon majors or um not a marathon major as such you know there's there's some great cities to go and mm. um, to go and see and i certainly am I'm, I'm well up for to try to do as many as i can that's for sure
0: mm. you mentioned a little bit about fueling there and what you struggled with and for a first time marathon runner like me who for me fueling is something i'm actually yeah that's one of the things i really worry about what yeah. advice would you give to someone like me just starting out on a marathon journey
1: yeah, I think I think it's good that you're worried about it because I wasn't, and uh, and I think that was the biggest thing. I was I was just very naive, and and, and actually, I really struggled in the aftermath of uh, Barcelona um, with how annoyed I was with myself um, and how disappointed I was that I had I'd just been so naive to pitch up and not have thought about enough about it. Mm-hmm. Um, because my I think my training was okay, um, my kit was okay. You know, I, I didn't I didn't make any drastic kit errors that you sometimes hear of, you know, none of the uh, bleeding nipples or mm-hmm. anything like that. But my, my fueling, I was very naive. I I I, start, I, last, I made a last-minute decision to stick two gels in my pocket and had the attitude that I might need these come mile 22 and I'll, I'll take them when I'm dying. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time I got to mile 16, I was suffering with severe cramp um, and had just totally zonked on energy so it, it took me longer to run the last 10 miles than than the first 16 by quite some distance um and that was all around fueling what i did what I, what my big advice would be to everybody would be not to underestimate how much you need i mean i'm quite a big guy still um even after all my weight loss i'm still um uh, 112 kilograms so I'm, I'm, I do I do need I know you need to take that into account your, your own size as to how much you're, you're fueling but for me it's about a gel every half an hour um during a big race and so uh, uh, London I I took eight um gels with me um and I also I mixed that up so I had some of the sweet ones um so they're like jelly bean sweets um and some of the um the actual gels gel type ones and i made sure because i knew i was prone to cramping that i would i took some of the salted caramel um goo do a really nice tasting salted caramel one the um the extra salt in it helps with the um helps avoid cramping Mm. but I think my my big advice would be make sure you've tested it out so you know there's lots of there's lots of different viewpoints on long runs but for me when you're a first timer the the advantage of the long runs you know your 20 miler your 22 miler if you do one is to really test out that fueling and really get an idea of how much you're going to need to um, get in and then make sure on the day you take you do take take it with you and take Mm. it early that yeah. was the thing. Like for me, I, I'd had it. I just really naively had in my mind that I would I would have it when I was tired. But actually, what you what all you're fueling is all about making sure you don't run out of energy. Mm. Um, and so, so, fueling up, fueling up from which made it dramatic. I mean, thirty eight minutes to me. Um,
0: yeah. You can't just rely on the adrenaline of the day <laughs> to get you no. through.
1: <laughs> and, and and absolutely. And that's the thing you think, I, I think, again, slightly naively, I thought it was going to be my adrenaline would always carry me through because in all the events I've done before, even half marathons, I'd been able to sort of really just grit my teeth and adrenaline did carry me through. Mm. Um, but actually in a marathon, uh, it won't. Uh, it certainly didn't for me. It wasn't just a case of toughening up and running through some pain. It was um, if, you, it, if you're not fueled properly, then you, you, you don't stand the chance, um, of, or you don't stand the chance of performing at the level you'd, you'd want to perform at. I think um, so. It, it, it's certainly not something to take lightly, um, but. It's a real simple fix, you know. If you just if you take the right amount with you and you you've got your right tasting and and the, the right um, consistency, that you, it's not going to make you feel sick or, or upset you're running in any way, then it's 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 easy enough now. You know, we're, the technology is there to get it right.
0: Mm. Okay, thank you. Um, another thing you mentioned a little bit about earlier was that this dad can run campaign, and I know that that's linked in with raising money for cancer research. Um, why did you decide that that was a charity you wanted to raise money for yeah running
1: so well this dad can run um campaign uh, actually before the cancer research was um i I raised some money for um from parkinson's uk Mm -hmm. um in, in my first year um a good friend of mine had um had died um after getting a Parkinson's diagnosis and um, in, in its first year, um, I wanted to raise some money and raise some awareness for that. Mm. Um, it was very fresh in my mind. Yeah, and the awareness I, as
0: well, absolutely, yeah.
1: And and, and for me, um, I, I was also aware of kind of um, charity fatigue with, your, with with my friends. And so if I was constantly asking them for, for fundraising, would that work? And so, again, that was how the had the, can run. Um, brand sort of evolved Mm -hmm. um we made the um the 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 logo as it were and we produced our first set of t-shirts um and and i was i was very lucky some friends of mine helped me with all of that um and we produced a set of t-shirts which i sold and all of the profits went to um went to Parkinson's uh, in in the first instance. And that was, that was really great because everybody who got a t-shirt was, was playing their part in raising the awareness Um, and all of the profits were going back to the charity. And I didn't, you know, it kind of, it gained momentum without me having to be overly, you know, people, um, there was a lot of good feeling towards it. That, that evolved. Um, I I wanted to, um, in, in, this, uh, this year, um, um, in, in twenty nineteen, um, I wanted to sort of carry on with the with the the, the, the good the goodwill from the charity and um, cancer. Re- cancer research has always been a charity that's been very. Um, uh, so close to my heart but it's mm, to so um, you know, many people
0: you know, though, isn't yeah, yeah mm.
1: you no know, absolutely and, and and you know it's sort of all four of my um all four of my grandparents unfortunately passed away from it and it was always a, a charity that my dad had already started, done work for and four years ago um we lost uh, my dad and um, to a, a, a short um a, sh- well, a short battle with, with with cancer actually in the end um by the time he was diagnosed it was um he it was it was into sort of palliative care, mm. um, and we were just we were just managing his uh, his quality of life, which was was devastating for everyone. Um, but as we know, with research, with um, with funding, it is getting better all of the time, and the medicines, and the um, I mean, it's, it's that research that um, will improve the, the future for everyone else. And I think that's in terms of legacy, it's it's really important to me um, that I do everything I can to. Um, to raise raise funds that might 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 make the future um, go differently for my kids and and, and mm. future 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 generations. So we've we, we've carried on with uh, with the cancer research um, charity this year. Um, I've expanded the range. So originally it was just this dad can run T shirts, and this this year we've had this mum can run, this kid can run um, T shirts, and that's had lots of good feeling as well because it brought it sort of expanded the This Dad Can Run to just being about dads getting out there and uh, looking at dads and actually recognising that it's a range of people, and it's not just parents that that that, that have the benefits from running. It's mm. um, it's the kids, it's the kids in the family, it's the mums, obviously. Um, and there's, been, you know, I've had a really great uh, great reaction from that. I've had a few. We've made a couple of custom-made ones actually for um, one one nice lady wanted a, this "Grand Can Run" uh, <laughs> t-shirt, and so so we did that. And you know, and it's it's really um, really expanded the community and, and sort of created a, a good talking point for. Um, for raising awareness as well as um, uh, some funds for charity, which has been really important.
0: Absolutely, I don't suppose you're aware of how much money you've raised so far, or?
1: Yeah, so we've raised uh, it's in the region of about fifteen hundred pounds for cancer research this this year um,
0: through the T-shirts.
1: Through through the through the T-shirts, uh-huh. um, which which I'm I'm very. Um, very pleased with um and we're continuing to work on that um i'm looking at um ways of expanding the the range of clothing as well um uh, potentially for, for for the winter as well, uh-huh. so you you might see a range of uh, um, beanie hats and uh, and buffs and things like this uh, that, that are available to get as well. So, okay, cool. uh, But it's it's you know we we want to manage it. We want it to be reasonable. What I really want, and I think it's important to me, is it for it to be sustainable. Um, both in both in what what we're doing, but sustainable in terms of not having charity fatigue and, and for people getting, mm. I think I think um, charity raising money for charity is something that you have to take a little sensitively. Um,
0: yeah, you, you know, can't um, be asking for money left, right, and centre all the time from everybody
1: exactly yeah
0: yeah so. I found that as well because I've been I've run a few races for cancer research and now I'm doing the Royal Parks half for the David Childrick Wildlife Trust as well right yeah so yeah. I feel like every time I'm asking for more sponsorship but it's because obviously you feel like it's important to you you want to raise money you want to help out yeah
1: yeah yeah and that's it and 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 you I think I think it, people recognise that that's already great don't they but there is a, mm-hmm. there is a limit to, yeah. to, to, what, to what people can give particularly in um Depending on what industry you're working, but I know uh, mm-hmm. I know in teaching, I know in teaching, it's uh, people give as generously as they can, but there's there's a limit. There's
0: a limit, yeah. Do you think it makes a difference when you're racing if you're if you know you're running that race on behalf of a charity? Or?
1: That is a good question. I think I definitely felt or have felt um, uh, very motivated um to do well and uh I think I keep um they're part of your reasons why aren't they you know um Mm -hmm. and and I certainly know um when I was running uh I actually ran the the royal parks last last um last autumn Mm -hmm. um that that my friend Ron um who passed away after a um short battle with Parkinson's um was very much in my mind and it was quite an emotional race and, mm. and I, I, I did, I did, I ran my best ever time. And I certainly know, um, uh, as I was running, uh, the London marathon this year and, um, uh, that that wasn't a very emotional time with me and sort of my, my, my dad was in my, was all sort of in my mind, mm. um, as part of that. Um, but also my kids. Um, so it's not always about, that I think running is quite an emotional thing, and you, you take your motivation from from lots of things. So, um, one of the things I've I've done for my marathon running is I've I've written both my kids' names on my trainers. Um, so my, my right foot has my my son's name on, and my left my left shoe has my, my daughter's name on, um, to just sort of remind me uh, to you know when you, when you're digging deep in those really desperately dark times at mile 22 that um you have some reasons for what you're doing and uh you know there's sort of uh, a bigger purpose to it so you can sort of dig deep
0: something uh, to keep you mentally strong to the end
1: yeah exactly right yeah yeah
0: okay um when you're running races as well um do you usually listen to music or how do you keep uh, keep that motivation
1: uh, yeah i mean music is um something that i've so obviously associate myself with with uh, with the lip sync um thing on, on on instagram but um mm-hmm. i think music's something that in terms of with my running um i have a mixed relationship with um i i love to run with music um particularly bassy um punchy high tempo music i find for my um for my interval training it's really important um it can it or it can it can it can be really important and really add an edge to those training sessions i certainly know i'm inclined to push myself a bit harder if i do and i find um so i, I do i do run with that and i have i have my headphones and i do do run with it but i also i'm a, a big believer that you shouldn't really race with music um, not least of all because the whole point of going to an event is to experience that event and immerse yourself in it. And so I certainly know um, in something like the London Marathon, the crowds and, and everything else, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't have wanted to block any of that out for a second. Um, you know, you're know, soaking all the atmosphere that's going mm. on around you. So I tend not to race. Well, in fact, I've never raced with music. Um, not even at Park run actually. Um, so I don't always train with music. So I sometimes, for example, like at the moment, um, I have done one long run without music um, mm. just to get myself into the headspace of sort of suffering without music, um, knowing that come event time, I'll be okay without music. Mm. And... Um, uh, you know the, the the atmosphere will lift me. So I think it's a bit of a it's a bit of a mixed economy for me, and I like to I guess I like to be able to pick and choose, and I don't I would never want to feel dependent upon it. But I definitely know it does lift the intensity, particularly with those with those shorter sessions during the week. Um, in fact, like tonight, I'm out for a, an interval session tonight, and I will I will blur some I will blur some bassy tunes to, to
0: pick me up. <laughs> Can you explain a little bit more about what you said about the lip sync um, aspect of your Instagram, just for people who are not sure?
1: Yeah, sure. So that was. Um, uh, I mean, as, as we know, the the, the Instagram community is really um, uh, quite tight knit amongst uh, amongst the running about the, the runners out there. There's um, a dedicated group of people with common interests, and they're, they're super supportive. And um, for me, um. You know, I'd, I'd seen, um, I'd seen some really great stuff on, on Ewan Thomas's, uh, Instagram, him prancing around the room, uh, singing some tunes. And that kind of sparked off a memory in me that, um, a few years ago in a school I worked in that, um, we did a really great uh, lip sync video for, for Christmas, and we we played it in the the, the, the end of term assembly before Christmas uh, as a bit of a treat for the kids. And Christmas was coming up, and I thought, well, wouldn't it be great just to do something a bit fun for the for the the running community? And we did um, Wham wham wow, last christmas that is my um, favorite
0: christmas song
1: yeah <laughs> oh, it's, the, it's the best um, and um yeah and I, th- I think we had about 20 20 runners all, all sent in clips and and i've and I sort of mashed it together and um the response was incredible you know it had i mean i say incredible but you know a lot of people were messaging me saying well what uh, what a good laugh it was and how um how it made made them made them giggle and, and could could they be involved in the next one and what what song are we gonna do. And I, and I had no intention of ever making another one. Um but uh, but it was so so well received that I um I sort of decided we'd do another one and then you know it, or it's since then it's rolled and rolled and i now get and i now get people sort of saying well, oh, well listen where's the where's the next lip sync so <laughs> i feel under a bit, a, bit, a bit of pressure to get them done but they are great and they're you know it's, it's really nice what i really enjoy is that i've had a few people have said i would never have normally done this type of thing i would never have sung karaoke in a bar or i would never have done something a bit goofy and put it on the internet but um by doing it together and in the community, it's. Re- I've done it, and I feel like I've I've actually um, got out of my comfort zone a little bit, and it's sort of made me. You know, I've met a few new people because of it, and it's it's just so it's so positive. Um, mm. that, that's my my experience of it, and um, you know the next the next evolution of it that I'm uh, I'm, I'm tinkering with uh, is the uh, is the album cover. Um, remaking album covers with with dodgy
0: photos (laughs) yeah it's just another way that you can embrace the community in that way and like you say the positivity aspect of it because running is not just for the physical benefits for the mental benefits as well And I think that's so important to mention
1: yeah no absolutely and and I think I think that's the it's knowing that you've got people there that you can you can send the message to um ask some advice or, or just just tell them about your day and um they'll be there to to ping ping a message back or Mm. um that you can go for a run you know i've 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 I've, I've definitely benefited from all of that um, side of things
0: okay well the last thing i'm going to ask you is how can people find you on instagram get involved with the campaign help raise money for either cancer research or another charity
1: yeah i mean um well in terms of where you can find me uh it's all fairly straightforward I've, uh, it's this dad can run or or, or one word mm-hmm. um that's on instagram and on facebook and there's actually a blog uh um yeah and if you if there's ever if you ever feel like you, you want to ask me a question directly or, or otherwise you can you can always pick me a message uh on there um certainly the, the, the campaigns are all um i try I try to promote them through the through the instagram mainly mm-hmm. um uh yeah that's, okay. that's it
0: really. and if they want to buy a t-shirt
1: yeah so we're, we're just on the in the throes of sort of finalizing a new range so mm-hmm. at the moment uh, the the t-shirts are on hold um but they will be available through this uh, dad this dad can, can com. um hopefully by the end of the month
0: Fantastic.
1: um there'll be a, a whole new exciting range of new, new colors and so on
0: <laughs> <laughs> brilliant oh I can't wait <laughs> okay well thank you so much uh for joining me today and for all your insights and especially the advice about marathon running that's what I need at the moment so um thank you so much
1: brilliant no thank you for uh, for asking me I feel uh it's, it's, it's great it's great when uh to be asked and uh, but you know um, hopefully it's some use to somebody
0: thanks for listening to another episode of lace up and listen and good luck to austin who's running the berlin marathon this weekend so i can't wait to hear how he gets on if you'd like to stay involved with the podcast there's going to be a final episode of this uh, mini series next week so i hope that you'll be back for that and i'll see you then